Welcome to episode 198. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 198, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I want to continue as on the mountain of God, step four, where we're looking at what did Jesus do, and I believe that Jesus, one of the things that he did, and when he came here on earth, he came down to correct how people were acting. Remember that the Jews were given the Word of God. The Jews were the keeper of the Word, and the Jews were the people of the book, or whatever you want to call it. They had the Torah. They had the old, the whole Old Testament was theirs. They were the temple. They were the people. They were the children of God, the Most High. So all of that was going on. God came down, and I think He came down to correct His kids. And I think we see that in Mark 7, And let's pick it up in verse 2. Now, when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat unless they washed their hands in a special way, holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? And I want you to hear Jesus answer in 6. He answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men." For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups, and many other such things you do. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your traditions. And then I want to skip to Mark eleven thirteen, Making the word of God of no effect through your tradition which you have handed down, and many such things you do. Well, Jesus came to teach And he came to call out. Now, these were the scribes and the Pharisees. These were the people that just stay in the law. These were the lawyers. These were the religious leaders of the time of Jesus' time. And Jesus called them out because, and you know, they picked the fight. You know, if you were, if you're a Rambo fan, Sylvester Stallone, you know, first blood, you know, when, (laughs) and I'm sorry, I've got a twisted sense of humor, but I see Rambo said, they draw first blood. <laughs> That's probably a horrible example. You know, the Pharisees drew first blood on this deal. They called his disciples, Jesus' disciples out. They opened up the discussion. They were wide open for Jesus to make an example out of them. And that is what Jesus did. Jesus called them out saying, look, you're doing all these things. You're making up this crap. And Jesus didn't say crap. I know I shouldn't say it, but I say it. But he said, you're making all this stuff up, and it is limiting the Word of God. And it is your traditions and doctrines that have made the Word of God of no effect. 
And that is bottom line. I think what's kind of going on today in the church is we have got some traditions. We have got some doctrines and everybody's just kind of falling in line with, with all these doctrines and traditions. And we're not in the word of God. We sit down on Sunday morning and we listen to the preaching. We listen to the choir sing and we just nod our head and we listen to what everything is being said and we don't dive any deeper. We don't dig in. We listen to what the preacher says. And I'm thinking most of the time the preacher, if he's heard from God, he's giving them, he's giving people the word of God. There's times when there's traditions and doctrines and I've already kind of jumped on this and I don't want to continue to beat this drum, but I just don't see in the Bible where there's a prayer list. And I know people are going to get upset and I'm sorry, but I show me where Jesus started a prayer list. I just got to see it. If I'm looking at what did Jesus do, Jesus, I don't think ever put someone on a list. I just don't see it. Kind of how Jesus kind of slapped the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these. And we're going to look at a couple more instances, but he got on to them and he got on them to make a point, but he's wanting to pull them out of their deception because Satan is very good at what he does. And even if it seems good, even if it, and that's what I want to make. The point I want to make is that even if it seems like a good idea, if it's not the word of God, it's not the word of God. And I know that's oversimplistic, but if you don't know the truth, the truth will not set you free. You will be enslaved by a deception. I'm just tired of living like this. I'm tired of, and I, and I don't want to beat up anybody, and I don't want to say anything again, because no, God's not against you praying. I think God gets a little upset with us blaming him for what he's told us to do. I, I, I mean, I see Jesus healing people. I see Jesus giving his disciples authority to heal people. I see Jesus teaching. I see Jesus preaching. I see Jesus giving his disciples the same call and the same power and the same authority. And I see us as the church making up some lame excuse like, well, that was during the apostolic period. And so we're not held accountable to that. And, and I don't see that. I honestly do not see where we're not held accountable to do the Great Commission. I do not see where we are, if we're a disciple of God, how we are not to be disciples that actually go out and heal and actually go out and preach and actually go out and teach. And I know that makes you uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable, but it makes me so much more comfortable to think it's my problem and my issue than blaming Father God. Imagine God sitting up there and he's got all power, all authority, and he's given it to you and I. He's told Jesus, hey, great job. When Jesus said it's finished, Jesus did everything he was sent to do. He said, it is finished. Father God said, hey, have a seat at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. And watch Jesus. And I kind of see Father God kind of poking Jesus in the ribs. Say, hey, watch this. I'm going to use your disciples to pile drive Satan and all of these demons and imps. I'm going to use just regular men, the weak, the foolish, and the common people I'm going to use to destroy the works of the enemy. Just sit back up here and watch me work. 
I'm sending the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide and direct these common folk. When they figure out that they're weak and they're foolish and they have no power, when they allow my spirit to do all the work, when they will just surrender and say, God, I can't do this. I am. There is absolutely no way that I can heal anybody. That's the position God wants you and I in. This is not me thumping my chest and saying, oh, I've got all this power raging on the inside of me and I'm just going to go heal somebody. No, I've got the same doubts and fears everybody's got. But I dig in the word of God and I look and say, hey, John 14, 12 says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Jesus has gone to his father You and I are left here to pound Satan and his demons, the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of this age, and all the spiritual hosts of wickedness. Jesus has given us his power and his authority and his name and his spirit to destroy the works of the enemy. And we're to do it by faith. We're to do it by digging in the Word of God, reading the Word of God, following after what Jesus did, and then believing everything that we read and believing that you and I have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. You and I have the same ability if you believe in Jesus, because the works that He did you will do also. He who believes in me. That is what Jesus, this is not my word. This is God's word. I did not write one word of the Bible. I didn't put in an and or a the or an a. God did not give me any part of writing the Bible. What God gave me the part to do is read it and believe it and then use it to destroy the works of the enemy. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to encourage, empower, and inspire you to get in this same word. I'm going and getting after it. I can't stand the punk. I can't stand evil. I can't stand what the punk is doing in this world. God is going to pour out his spirit. He's doing it right now. He's going to pour out his spirit, and all flesh is going to know that Jesus is Lord And I pray in Jesus' name that you and I can help bring more people into heaven before Jesus' return. Because I believe when the trumpet sounds and the rapture occurs, when he pulls his church out of this world, I believe all hell on earth is going to break loose. And the only way that you're going to get saved after the rapture, during the tribulation, is you are going to be killed by the Antichrist. God's not going to be mad at you, but God is going to require that you take a stand, and that stand is going to say, hey, I'm willing to die for this, and I'm not going to take the mark. And there's a lot of things that are going to happen after the rapture or during the tribulation, and we are going to have to stand up. And just think about the apostasy, the falling away. That's what It's a fancy-pants Christian word. Apostasy means falling away. And there are multiple people, there are multiple churches that are falling away from the Word of God, and you and I are not one of those. We are in the Word of God, we are reading the Word of God, we are believing the Word of God, and we are acting on what the Word of God says. And that is why God sent me to do this podcast. 
That is why God has me doing this. That's why he's given me the strength and the courage and the power and the wherewithal and all that mess to just get this thing done. And I am fired up. I don't know if you can tell, but we are got to get busy. We need to kick the teeth out of Satan, all of his imps, all of these demons. They have nothing. We can just destroy the works of the devil, but we have to do it. We can't talk about it and we can't wring our hands about it. We just need to go and do it. Well, that's enough for now. God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for your Bible. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for this person listening. I pray in Jesus' name that if they need a little bit of encouragement, Lord, that they would get into your word and they would read Psalms or they would read Proverbs or they would read the Gospels. God, I pray that they would just get into your word. Holy Spirit, help them to understand. Give them a fire And I pray in Jesus' name that you would just continue to lead and guide and direct them. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.